it's ghosticles time. It's ghosticles time. First ghosticles in 2020. Ghosticles time. Well, you can't see. What you can't see, if you're listening, is how physical Jamie gets when she's singing this song. There's this whole interpretive dance going on. She's like a flapper girl. I just make S's with my body. (laughs) With jazz hands and everything in the eye. It's just great. You belong on stage. Thank you. Where all can see. If you come see a live show this year, I will do the Ghost of Time dance for you if you request it. And I might even join in. That's right. It's really easy to do. We can all do it together. It'll be fun. Um, (laughs) So in this, the first Ghosticles of 2020, we have something special for you guys. Yeah. It's a combination of something we thought would be fun and also we're lazy and we want to make our friends do our work for <laughs> How us. to make your laziness work for you. That's right. So we are celebrating New Year's Eve at Michael's, Michael and Brandon's yes. apartment. Right. And there are several people here that we're making tell ghost stories. <laughs> it might be a ghost story that was sent. It might be a ghost One of their story own, that they're telling. Right. We don't really know or because we don't know. throw their ass in the recording booth and be like, read it. Read it. We don't know because we haven't told them yet. <laughs> but when they get here, we're going to let them know. And it'll be really fun. And we'll see how it goes. Um, and so we hope that you enjoy this Ghosticles episode. And uh, we'll make sure they say who they are because I don't know if everybody's going to want to do it. But we are going to try to get them drunk enough to acquiesce. You shouldn't. Acquiesce. I mean, we, we're pretty solid on the booze. So I think we're, we're going to be great. Well, it's going to be good. fine. We're all going to We're, we're already give them all fine. But a liquid Shit. courage. That's right. That's right. So uh, enjoy these stories from our friends. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Amberly Connors, and this is one of my spooky ghost stories. Um, a personal experience that's actually happened to me. <laughs> so um, full disclosure, um, my entire life, especially when I was much younger, I've always been kind of like a magnet for the supernatural, whether that be with things like trying to talk to me, trying to touch me, or all, all kinds of awful spooky things that um, would really freak me out. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, throughout my life, I've lived in multiple haunted houses, one of them in particular, like, oh my gosh, it was probably the one of the most haunted that I've ever, ever lived in. And um, it was like this little, this little tiny house <laughs> in, in Ohio, in Parma. And it kind of like was like this off green color. And it just had some really, really weird vibes inside. And um, I lived in this particular house from about maybe third grade up into uh, seventh grade. And when some somewhere in between those years, probably around like sixth grade, um, my room was in the attic. And this attic was very, very uncomfortable. It had some some weird energy. There were all these little cubby holes that were lit, like cubby holes that were um, nailed shut. And um, understandably, I'd get really freaked out at night sleeping up there. And um, one night in particular, I'd, I'd never been a sleepwalker. My entire life, I'd never been a sleepwalker until we started living in this house and I'd been sleeping in the attic. And uh, this is one particular instance. I was sleeping in um, my room at night. It was it was just probably like around like 2, 3 a.m. It was really, really dark. I was really freaked out. And um, I, I wasn't quite sleepwalking, but sometimes I would just go downstairs downstairs. Um, 
and sleep on the couch, like if I was really scared. And then sometimes I would sleepwalk downstairs in the living room and sleep on this couch. And this couch, it was um, in, in an L shape. And uh, there was like this window in the corner and there's like a lamp and like the L shape of the couch created like this kind of like little nook by the window. And uh, my, my mom's room was like down the hall and like next to the staircase from where my bedroom was in the attic. So I came down one night. I was I was awake, so I, I wasn't sleepwalking <laughs> uh, for once. And um, I laid out on the couch and I was like really scared. And I was like thinking about creepy things. I'd been playing like a video game recently and I was just like, oh gosh, it was so scary. And um, I remember having like a blanket up on me and I was just so tired. I was just starting to fall asleep. And from the corner of the couch, I heard this quiet whimpering sound and it turned into quiet crying. And it sounded like a little girl was in that corner. And I immediately like I froze and I just kept hearing it. So I started like calling out for my mom. I was like, mom, like mom, like to try to get her attention. Cause of course she's asleep like across the hall with the door closed, but I was still not sure if I was actually hearing something. Um, and it was, it was the middle of the night and I didn't want to like get in trouble for waking her up. But then as I was like calling for my mother, the sound started getting louder and then it started saying my name. And I say it because it sounded like a little girl, but I don't really know what it was because it, it started whispering my name and then started shouting my name while I was shouting for my mom. So it was, it was, it was saying Amber and I was screaming for my mom and it was like shouting my name while I was shouting for my mother. And it started laughing at me too. So my mom came out of her room and I was like freaked out. I tried to explain what had happened and it, it had just stopped as soon as she came into the room. And I'll never forget that that corner it was almost like it was it was like <sighs> playing at being sad or vulnerable and then it started mocking me and it it was terrifying so after that point i stopped coming downstairs to sleep on the couch unless i was sleepwalking down to that location like unintentionally but um, yeah, it was, it was interesting because like in my room in the attic, like one of the little cubbies had a children's piano built inside the cubby. So it's just, I've always connected that room to children and the fact that there was like a little girl voice just crying is horrifying to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my spooky story. One of the many from me to you. Um, yeah, so be careful when you hear things. It might try to make fun of you. I don't know. Happy New Year. <laughs> hey there, I'm Don M. Bennett, and I'm reading Mary Ann's story. I had lived with my grandparents all my life until I moved out at 20 in the same house that's now got to be 100 years old. It was my great-grandmother's before it became my grandparents and has gone through quite a few add-ons, expansions, and renovation projects since then. Oh, man, that must be a really pretty house. I've had a handful of minor experiences, including shadow people. Okay, I, is that minor? I don't think that's minor. That's, I don't, I don't want to know what you would consider major. I don't like shadow people. Um, strange noises. Okay. Uh, mild sleep paralysis. God, I hate sleep paralysis. And a weird period of sleepwalking. 
that included babbling to my grandmother in the middle of the night when I was much younger, but nothing too crazy or terrifying. Mm -mm. Mm, nope, I'd be scared. I mean, <laughs> but oh, okay. The story didn't happen to me, but to my grandparents in the 70s. Back then, their house consisted of a larger open floor plan downstairs and a loft bedroom. They still have the loft bedroom, but have expanded the living room and my bedroom on the first floor. They just had their third child, my dad, not too long ago, and one night he wouldn't stop screaming. Well, I mean, uh, babies. But they tried everything to calm him down and get him to stop screaming. They changed him, fed him, burped him, rocked him, you name it. After a few hours into the night of this, and with two other young boys trying to sleep, my grandfather took my dad, bassinet and all, and put him in the only bathroom downstairs and shut the door. They expected him to continue crying for a while and eventually self-soothe, but he quieted only after 10 or 15 minutes. My grandparents went to check on him and found that he was totally fine, smiling, laughing, waving his little baby arms. They were confused, but relieved anyway that they could finally get some sleep. Then my grandmother noticed a little black comb sitting on the sink counter that hadn't been there before. This doesn't sound all that creepy, until I add that not long a uh, sorry, until I add that not long before this incident, my grandmother's brother had died in a freak boating accident. And in life, he was well known for always carrying a little black comb in his pocket. They still swear it must have been Uncle Jim trying to comfort the newest addition to the family. Oh, okay. I know I know that sounds creepy, but I think that's actually really sweet. Um just like Uncle Jim just trying to like you know, give a little give a little peace, especially with a crying baby. I I like that story. That's really sweet. Thank you very much for submitting, Marianne. What a nice story. All right, y'all. This is uh, Jack, Jamie's Jack, uh, in case you needed to uh, a little more uh, clarity there. And uh, they have asked us to uh, tell a ghost story. Now, she has probably said to you guys that I I don't believe uh, as, mu as strongly as some people do. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, mess with anybody who does. But with that being said, I did have a very weird experience at uh, the Adolphus Hotel uh, recently. There was a, uh, the restaurant, we were having Thanksgiving dinner in there, and I had my glasses laying on the table on my left, and basically oh, they were opened and were kind of around my glass. They were there. They were very much where they were. They weren't going to slide around. So the server comes by, and I have to stand up and turn around and help the server because of the way the table is positioned, get the stuff, and get it onto the table. So I get up, I turn around, I get the food, I put it on the table, and I can't find my glasses. And I look around, and my glasses are in the floor, closed up, and they're, the, the, the arms are stiff. It's not as if they would have just hit the ground and then closed. So they're on the floor beside me on my right side, laying on the floor. And I look around at everyone, and I'm like, oh, ha, ha. I guess one of the ghosts of the Adolphus knocked my glasses in the floor. And everybody laughed because they thought that I was joking. They didn't know that 
<laughs> they hadn't put my glasses in the floor. They didn't, uh, they, they weren't screwing with me. They really, they just thought that I was joking and I had knocked my glasses off in the floor. And, uh, uh, yeah, it turns out later I was, I, I spoke with Jamie and I said, Hey, why did y'all, uh, I mean, nice trick putting my glasses in the floor. And she's like, Oh, we didn't do that. I thought you were joking. No, I was not joking. Something happened where my glasses were on the table and I took my eyes off of them for a minute and then they were in the floor, closed up uh, on the other side of me. There is no way that that could have happened. So I'm still not sure if they were screwing with me or not, but there's my ghost story. Hopefully it's a good one. So I don't know if you're familiar with the theater concept of the ghost light or theater ghosts in general. Um, it's a superstition that, you know, all theaters are haunted or, or whatever. Every tiny theater in every town is going to have their own theater ghost story, whether whether it's true or just for fun. Um, but I worked at a theater in Dallas uh, called Theater 3 for a long time. And the two of the people who kicked up the theater were a married couple. Um, Norma Young and Jack Alder. Uh, Norma passed away uh, before I ever would have had a chance to know her, but Jack continued to run the theater um, on her behalf for many, many, many years afterwards. Uh, but there were always these weird, bizarre, inexplicable, I, I, I say inexplicable, but it was the generic, you know, things being moved or a light flickering or or this outlet doesn't work and suddenly it does or this lights off and this, you know, this is rewired in a way that, you know, strange, small things. We would always blame Norma. Norma was our Theater 3 theater ghost. And uh, after a while, uh, while I was an apprentice there, while I was working there, um, Jack fell ill and was in and out of the hospital for a little while. And eventually he had to, he was supposed to be stage managing a show, I believe, um, or, or directing, he was supposed to be directing and had to step down because of his health. And he was spending so much time, you know, at the doctor or in the hospital or, you know, trying to get back on his feet that he just couldn't be there. And about the time that he stopped showing up to the theater, these weird Norma Young-related instances kicked up much, much, much more frequently. It used to be, you know, once a week, maybe, two, three times a month. This was every day, every other day to every day, something would happen that felt like Norma. She got much more active and and made her presence known so much more in the days leading up to her husband's passing. And after Jack passed away, I still worked at the theater for, gosh, six, six months maybe. Um, and the day after he died, all of that activity stopped. We, for the rest of the time I worked there, we didn't have another bizarre instance of a flickering ghost light or something being moved where it shouldn't have or any of that Norma Young activity that we that we used to have so frequently 
because her husband was with her now. Uh, hi, my name is Damon Mills, and I'm reading some ghost story by, uh, who the fuck is this? Uh, Jenna. Hi, Jenna. I hope your story's pretty good. All right. She starts out with saying, Hello to the best podcast hosts in the world. Today, I want to tell you about the haunting at my grandmother's house. Spooky. Particularly the upstairs of the house. And more importantly, who is haunting the house? My grandfather, who died in 1992. Oh, God. I've always felt watched in that upstairs of the house, particularly when helping my grandmother clean up there. My grandfather was quite the jokester in life and apparently kept his sense of humor in the afterlife. Funny dead man. My cousin B, however, was the one Grandpa decided to really mess with one particular day. This bitch has said particular like five times. She and her cat at the time had moved in with my grandmother while she was in college to help Grandma out and so Grandma wouldn't be alone. To understand what happened exactly as my cousin told me, I have to describe the room in which it happened. There was a single window on one side of the bed and a TV with the, cl with the closest with the closet adjacent and the room door on the other side. B was watching TV laying on the bed by the door, when as she described it, the blind on the window started to go up and down on its own accord. God, only to fall off its hinges a few seconds later onto the floor. How the fuck does that even happen? Okay. Muffy, her cat, was downstairs, no doubt looking out the front door, as she often... There's no did, as she often did. Her sister, on the other hand, hasn't seen anything to my knowledge, but was told by our older cousin that she saw my grandfather standing in the front bedroom watching my cousin sleep one night. God. They both stayed at my grandmother's. My grandfather was in a wheelchair in life. How do, yikes. Uh, I have more, but I think I shall wait to tell you about the haunting at my brother's house and the historic home my friend and I did a ghost tour and hunt at just before Halloween. Happy hauntings and a ghoulish new year. Hope to see you both back in Ohio soon. Ohio's scary enough. I don't need any of this shit. Uh, yeah, that's podcast... Uh, ghosting and stuff. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so those were our friends telling their ghost stories. <laughs> or your ghost stories. It depends. I'm not really sure yet. Because <laughs> we haven't listened to the whole thing. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think they, I hope they did a great job. Me too. <laughs> Let sure us know what did. you think. Our friends are pretty solid. They're pretty fun. We're fun. They're fun. We, they wouldn't be our friends if they That's were true. boring. That's very, very true. It's not how we do. Uh, Life is too goddamn short to hang out with people that bore you. Absolutely. New 2020. Don't hang out with boring people, for fuck's sake. <laughs> or if they are boring and you have to hang out with them, make them interesting, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge. New Year's resolution. Uh, make the people in your life interesting. That's right. So check us out, ghoulintentions.com. You can buy t-shirts there. You can do all the things. Uh, don't forget to keep sending in your comments, your uh, requests, things that you think that we're doing right, things that you think we could do a little bit better, uh, things you want to see that we're not doing maybe um, <laughs> but be nice about it don't hurt we're precious and delicate please don't hurt our feelings <laughs> I'm mean if you fucking piss me off I'll be like hey That's motherfucker true. I'm not I'm always very kind 
and delicate and friendly. I've never called anyone out in my life. And I also lie flagrantly for comedic effect. <laughs> About yourself. About myself. So, um, yes, thank you guys for listening. And um, I don't have anything. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We made it! We made it! Looks like we made it. On to 2020, motherfucker! 2020, man's got nowhere to go but up. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, let's knock on wood just in case. All right, save your house. Do the good thing. Start on a fresh. <laughs> yes. Start a fresh note. Send us your ghost stories. Yes. Uh, what am I missing? T-shirts. Buy T-shirts. Em. Patreon. Give us your suggestions. Patreon. It's just a ghostables episode. That's right. Remember, it's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the lights, lights on. on. <laughs>